on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, weekdays from 9 to 11, right here on WKOM 1017. You never know who's going to stop by. One of the leading voices, certainly in the Southeast, on college football, John Bryce with footballscoop.com. We have with us this morning Mike Keith, voice of the Titans, TWSAA Executive Director Bernard Childress, New York Times bestselling author, author of Three Ring Circus, which dropped yesterday, Mr. Jeff Perlman, the voice of the Blue. Raiders Chip Walters joining us. AP Tennessee Sports Editor, three-time Tennessee Sports Writer of the Year 2020 TSWA Hall of Famer. She covers the Titans, the Predators, the Grizzlies, college football, and hoops. Please make welcome Teresa Walker. High school sports is what we do, but it's not all we do. Don't forget about Top 5 Tuesday and Wild and Wacky Wednesday. Be sure and check us out from 9 to 11 a.m. on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. 1017 WKOM. Maurice and I would like to take a little time to thank Robert Rogers and all the folks at Parks Motor Sales for sponsoring the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today special guest podcast. When you need special treatment during your next new or pre-owned vehicle purchase, visit Parks Motor Sales at 919 Nashville Highway in Columbia or visit them online at parksmotorsales.com. Talking high school sports, here's Mo and Chris. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Chris Yao, along with Mo Patton and J.P. Plant here on this Wednesday edition, special edition live on location here at Murphy Center at the campus of Middle Tennessee State University. And the Raiders are on the floor, as are the Huskies. And this is going to be a good one. We're about, about 30 minutes to tip off here. And really excited, and we we don't know a whole lot about North Green, Mo. No, no, we don't. But we know a guy. We know a guy who might know a little bit about these Huskies. Uh, Greenville Sun sports editor, I believe. Tate Russell is on the Parks Motor Sales hotline with us this morning. Tate, are you the sports editor there? Assistant sports editor is the official title. Gotcha. But if you want to give me a promotion this afternoon, that's, that's fine. <laughs> hey, oh, well, I bet you'll take it. Hey, I can guarantee you there's no money coming with it, but it, <laughs> you've been in journalism long enough that you're probably used to that. So. Oh, I understand that. <laughs> but it, it could be with you guys. Hey, man, we, we appreciate you coming on with us, especially after we kind of okie-doked you on Friday. Um, the plan was to have you come on and talk with us about um, – the North Green Lady Huskies going into that Summertown semifinal game, but we had transportation issues. So, again, thank you for giving us a second chance. Before we get into it, though, um, yeah, you're the assistant sports editor. Who's the sports editor up there? Sam Bundy is the uh, sports editor for, okay. for the Greenville Sun. Okay, I'm I'm not familiar with him. I, I used to. You know, hang out with Wayne Phillips at these type events for the longest time, and then Darren Reese was with you guys, and of course he's now working for the Tennessee PGA. But um, again, glad to have you with us here this morning, Tate, and um, fill us in on this thirty-two and thirty-two and four North Green team that's um, on the far end of the floor from us here at Murphy Center. Well, uh, uh, the Huskies—I mean, they're having having a good season, obviously making making it here to Murfreesboro. Uh, and the, probably the key this year has been uh, the addition of uh, Chris Schultz, it's a ger- German exchange student, uh, who they've plugged in the lineup this year. Six three kid, 
who's averaging about 25 points, 11 rebounds a game, and uh, really fun player to watch. Um, now they've also got a, a core of seniors around him that have been there and have played a lot of games there at North Green. Uh, Kendall Loftus, a kind of a swing four big man, can, can play above the rim. Some talented guards in Caden uh, Fultz and uh, Chance Campbell. Uh, and then then you got uh, Shane Cooter, the, the big man, who a big physical kid. May not count on him to score as much, but but will be a presence in the paint. That, that's their starting five. And then they'll, they'll bring a couple other kids off the bench. They like to go about seven deep. Chris Schultz, two S's from Germany. Yeah. You you like those those transfers like that? Are they are they trying to figure out how they can get him to stay around for his senior year? I think exchanges are usually uh, a year, but um, they, they are. That. I'm sure they would love to have him back. Uh, actually, his brother Leonard played at South Green a couple years ago. Chris comes over here, plays at North Green. Um, both very talented, but Chris, uh, he's he's not gonna you know awe you with his athletic ability. Uh, I think uh, Coach Sam Charlton probably described him the best way is he has that old man at the Y game. He's not going to leave the floor, but but he knows how to make the ball go in. He, he, he's about 6'3", he's a strong kid, and he understands angles, he understands ball rotation, and he'll shoot around you a lot. He's not going to go up over you very much. That old man at the Y game isn't a bad game. No, it's not. It's I mean, it's like he's scoring 25 a game doing it, so it's, it's working for him. There you go. Tate, this is uh, this is a, a game that is going to be kind of tale of two different, completely different teams. As Richland is very guard heavy, they like to play fast and create turnovers and score in transition. They don't. Uh, they have Stevie Ballinger inside, but he's. Uh, I don't think he's anywhere near the the inside presence that that North Green has. Do you expect? Uh, North Green to try to slow this thing down and, and play half court and score two points at a time. No, that that they I, that they are a little bit bigger, but but Chris is good in transition. Kid the Loftus is, is he's their tallest player at six four, but really good at running the floor. They're probably best when they can you know get that rebound, make that one quick outlet pass and go. Um, that's when they're the best. And now if they get in the half court, they they can run sets, they can force the ball to Chris, and he he can make things happen. But if they're playing the way they want to, they're going to want to run a little bit on offense. Now, they're not going to press you as much on defense. They're not going to try to, you know, force the turnovers on defense. But, but the, ideally, they want to make that stop, get that rebound, and get it going the other direction fast. That, that's what they want to do. Well, if that's the case, that could be interesting. Yeah, that's what I'm well, thinking. I feel like, you know, and, and I don't know, but this Richland team is, is very good. Like I said, in that type of game, so I'm not sure. I mean, I'm not sure how that would play for North Green. I, if I were the Huskies, I would certainly exploit the inside presence. But hey, I'm not a coach. Who yeah, am I? What here's do I the know? thing. Here's the thing, though. You you don't want to get too far away from what you do. Yeah, you're right. And if that's what they do, then then you so know got you here? You're, you're not going to let somebody else dictate your game to you. So you know, we'll obviously we'll see how it plays out. But uh, if if that's what they've been doing all the way to 32-4, and four, ain't a whole lot of need to change it today. And when I talked to Coach Charlton this week, that, that's how he, he thinks style-wise they're very similar teams. He thinks Richland likes to do a lot of the same things they like to do, and they like to do a lot of the same things Richland wants to do. He thinks that'll make it an interesting game plan and you know maybe who, who adjusts mm-hmm. during the course of the game. 
will end up winning. You know, um, looking looking through the North Green schedule here, Tate, um, see a couple of double-A teams in there, David Crockett and Daniel Boone up at the um, the Hardy's Classic. They dropped both of those. But besides that, they've, um, they've handled pretty much everything that's been thrown at them and handled it pretty handily. I mean, you... You feel like they've been pushed very much coming in here because that's often a concern when you get here that that you've not really had your back to the wall in a must-win situation a whole lot when you know when you come in at thirty-two and four. Well, I I, I definitely agree with that. And you worry about that a lot of time with single-leg teams just because you, you don't know the level of competition they're playing a lot of times. You know, maybe the, the bigger schools you you more know. The, the out-of-conference opponents they're going against. But I, I think they in the region final, they had a knockdown drag-out game with Cosby. Cosby ends up making it to the state tournament you know, through that uh, road game in the sectional. Uh, Hampton is a team that, that is they, uh, they end up dropping one through the game they've dropped since Christmas. That was a game that, that Coach Charleston was pretty disappointed in the toughness they showed. Since then, that they've kind of, you know, stepped it up on the defensive end been a little more focused on that. I think that was one of their concerns earlier in the year. They felt like you know, they could go hang 70 on anybody, so as long as they only give up 68, no big deal. He, he's one of them to buy into defense a little bit more, and I think since since Hampton upset them, they, they've bought into that. Um, but I think coming off that Cosby game, it was a, a pretty hostile environment, even though it was a home game. Cosby, Cosby brought brought some, some rowdy fans made it a good atmosphere and then and they had to make some clutch plays late there in that region final game I think that really helped them and then, then Chattanooga Arts and Sciences challenged them for most of the game they were able to pull away late so I think they're coming off two games where they did have to battle a little bit even though through most of most of the regular season maybe that wasn't the case Interesting. Speaking with Tate Russell on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline here on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint um State, this is certainly a, you know, this is a state tournament. There are no easy outs, but were you surprised to see the top half of that bracket look so difficult? Uh, I was very surprised to see that. I think maybe everybody on the top half of that bracket was surprised to see that. I think it's a, it's a very weighted bracket this year. Um like I said, I mean, North Green, you know, battles Cosby there, gets gets that right to play at home, and then Cosby's almost rewarded. They go to Harriman, they win, and they have a much easier path than the Huskies do to a state final. <laughs> That's what we were talking about. You know, West Carroll, a very good basketball team. They look at 27-10, and 10, but they beats both Summertown and Loretto to get here. So the, these are that, that's a pretty good uh, set of teams to, to beat. Uh, in order to reach Murfreesboro, uh, but the top four of the top five teams in the state in that top half of the bracket. So uh, you're going to get some really, really good games early in this one. Oh, I, I definitely believe so. And and hey, you, you got to beat the best sometimes. So whether it's first round, second round, or the finals, you're going to win it all. You got you got to beat that other good team. So that's right. I guess that's why you have to approach it. It is what it is. I mean, like I said, got to beat the best to be the best. You might as well do it now instead of elongating your trip. Go on and get it out the way. <laughs> Go on and get it out the way. Exactly. Yeah. 
go. Oh, man. Well, Tate, thanks so much for hanging out with us today. We really appreciate your time, man. Hey, all right. No problem, guys. That's Tate Russell on the uh, Parks Motor Sales Hotline as we approach tip-off here between North Green and Richland, a 10 a.m. tip. And uh, really excited about this one. I, I, I thought I, I thought when he started talking about 6-3, and all those things, I thought, my goodness, this is going to be a difficult matchup for, uh, for Richland. But then you think about Loretto. You know, they had to deal with Shaler Hankins and uh, and Tobias, Tobias Simons. Yeah, and Stevie Ballinger was able to keep them in check. Yeah, uh, to a degree. So uh, this is—I don't mean to sound disparaging, but watching both teams warm up, I'm not sure athletically how well North Green matches up with with Richmond. That's why I think it would be beneficial to them to slow it down if they and, can. And, and I think they may come to that conclusion at some point. <laughs> uh, because I, with the size that they've got, if they've got 6'4", six, 6'3", six, I mean, that's pretty good size for a Class A team in particular. And, you know, while, while Richland is a pretty athletic bunch, they are, not, they are a little height challenged. I wouldn't say vertically challenged because they got some guys that can get off. They can get there. Yeah, but I mean um, just in terms of being able to go down there and post up and that kind of thing, I mean Stevie can only guard so many guys. So, <laughs> I mean. They're, they're, and they got three that are 6'3 mm-hmm. plus. Mm-hmm. So, I, th- I think at some point you know, obviously you want to come in here, you want to do what you do, but sometimes it it, it it behooves you to have a plan B. And I'm just not sure that there are too many folks that are going to want to get out and run with this Richland team. I don't want to. Although Stevie Ballinger ran three to four miles a day. Every day. Every day. So, <laughs> just yep. saying. So. Oh, man. I, I'm pumped for this. I, after hearing that, and I was a little concerned because I thought that the height might be an issue. But if they're if they want to run, <laughs> let's run. Let's run. Yeah, it's going to so. be a lot. This is going to be awesome. I'm super pumped. Uh, about 15 minutes, uh, about 18 minutes in tip off. So let's uh, take a quick break, JP. And um, when we come back, we'll tell you that big announcement from the TWSAA. What is it? We'll let you know in just a few minutes on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Thank you for listening to the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today special guest podcast brought to you by Parks Motor Sales. Don't forget to listen each day live 9 to 11 a.m. on WKOM 1017 FM in Columbia. Also visit our website sm-tnsports.com for more local sports coverage in Southern Middle Tennessee.